Hi listeners, PJ here. The episode you're about to listen to was actually recorded last June 21st, or about five months ago, and we just kind of lost track of it. So we dove back into the dung heaps of history and retrieved it, just like Donald Trump's Twitter account. The difference being that this is actually worth listening to. We hope you enjoy it in spite of some of the jarring temporal shifts. And here we go. Thanks. day of the year and we're back in the shed soaking it up literally soaking up because sadly it's raining on the longest day but we are here to talk about a whole bunch of really super important stuff there's a couple of psa type bits buried in here that we're going to cover it's just the three of us but we are live and we're happy to be back it's been forever so here we go i um used apple pay on my phone for the first time yesterday did you did you do the little ding ding it's kind of nice, isn't it? How handy is that? It saves you reaching in and getting your credit card out. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if perhaps you forgot your credit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to forget your phone. Yeah. So I, I told that to Susan. She said, oh, I would never do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Susan's camp. I don't even have tap on my stupid you debit card. Tap. It's just terrible. It's so stupid. It I do so many things like that that are just senseless. A tap is dreamy, man. It's just senseless. I, oh, I don't my God. I, I, do I, I, well, I still do it. You go and you watch somebody. Oh, God, they got to plug in their numbers. <laughs> 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 you just get tapped, man. Move, I'm the same way. Move the line along. The first, time, first time some old guy says something like that to me, I'm going to drop him right there oh, in the Nobody's line. going to say it, Skin. They're all thinking it. <laughs> they can That's think right. whatever they want. First one that opens his fat mouth, boy. Uh, actually, parking as well. Like, you know, the, the old M-Park things? And you push your card in, and then... You're sitting there. It never did tell you to pull it out. Finally, you figured to pull it out, and it says invalid. Yeah. And then you push it in, and you pull it out, and if you're lucky, it works. Yeah. If any of those M-Park things have tap, oh, my God, just doop, you're done. It just I, works, I, right? I just love pay by phone for that. You just put yeah. the number of the facility in, yeah. and it's just done. You just don't have to do yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I true. really like that. Yeah. You have to put the number in, though. <laughs> shut <laughs> up. Just shut up. Yeah. I'm not getting tap, okay? <laughs> Tap. <laughs> He's looking tap at is amazing. Like you get tap and then report back to us because you're yeah. gonna you're gonna say yeah. it changed your life. Well, okay, I will here to the world commit to I will get back to you and you will settle the massive debts that I've racked up because someone stole something because I was using tap. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. will pay. By the way, way easier to steal stuff when you put the card in and pull it out. Is it really? Well, with the swipers. But the ones where you have to swipe, you know, they put those fake swiper things oh, in, yeah, yeah, like yeah. gas things. Yeah, yeah. But if the gas thing also has a tap, it's just pretty well impossible to trick it. That's good to know, actually. That's a useful PSA right there. Listeners, that is a useful <laughs> PSA. Well, because that's the hesitation, right? For me, honestly, the tap hesitation is partly because I'll go tap crazy. And I'll just start racking stuff up without really thinking about it, right? Because that's just so easy. <laughs> I wouldn't have bought that $1,000 item, but yeah. I can tap. Yeah. Well, actually, taps are usually maximum Whatever. something. Yeah, it's 100 bucks or something. Yeah. That is oh, really... No, it's up to 250 through COVID. Yeah, yeah. And I think they 
haven't bothered bringing it back yeah. down, right? You know I always why? thought that when it when it <laughs> when it started, I thought that you would if you got your pocket close to something, it, you, it would just yeah. be money going out. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, that's that true. Yeah, I just fully thought it would be way too easy for me to just piddle away lots of money in tiny increments if I was just tapping and not being forced <laughs> to acknowledge anything. I remember that worry as well. Like, what if you tap and then tap? No, it, it wasn't just, even that. It has it some just, kind of prevention that, that never happens either. Yeah, but, it was, yeah. No, it's just. As I was saying to Skin, I, I got a new phone. Oh, you got a new phone. What phone you got? I got the 12 SE. I think it's it's very close to what I had, which was a 8. <laughs> well, one of the cool things, starting with yours, because this is like a 10 or a 10 something, right? <clears throat> starting with this one, when you travel, it's got an extra SIM inside it. It's really? uh, called an eSIM, so it's not physical. And then, like, we're going to use this in Europe. Really? Orange, which you, you might know. you might know Orange is a big yes. cell provider in Europe. Yeah. They will let me download the eSIM now, so it's all ready to go. And then uh, buy the plan. And then as soon as we land in Amsterdam, I turn the plan on. Yeah. And then basically for a month, I'm paying... 40, 35, 40 euros, 35 euros, I think, for 15 gigabytes and and a phone number and everything. Plus, I got my other, my main phone works too. So if there's some emergency and you call me on my regular number, it, it still rings. So it's just pretty, pretty wild. Pretty I just, nice I'm still stuck on the thought of an eSIM. That's just excellent. Mm-hmm. Whole stupid thrash international travel with sims and all that has and now the been money like it's 15 replaced. bucks a day now right for for roaming yeah so I it's haven't. instead of paying 30 times 15 roughly because of our billing cycle we barely get any free days so it's uh, like 400 bucks or 40 that's yeah. basically the choice way to go orange and everybody else oh are we doing listener mail Okay, on episode 138, The Dog Solitudes. How was that title, by the way? You didn't buy into it or? Oh, no, I liked it. I, I thought it was a literary reference to the two solitudes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. I don't know if anybody else got And then it. I got the picture of the two trees. Yeah, for no, I, I, sorry, I didn't give you the feedback <laughs> on that. I thought it was great. Well done, RJ. <laughs> yeah, I did. I just wasn't sure. Sometimes you go, this is not... No, no. This Sometimes is not the, obvious. The right? most I will ever do is mourn my title. Yes, didn't get yes. Used. I will yeah. never go and say yours is crap. Yeah. Which is what <laughs> Even you if it essentially is. do when you replace <laughs> mine, <laughs> but you know, let's not <laughs> dwell on that. <laughs> uh, Lee writes about episode 138, The Dog Solitudes. Hi, dogs. Well, how great to hear Haley and Ron. I had only met Haley once before as she was coming out of the shed and Moira and I were going in and thought then what a lovely self-possessed young woman she was. And she seems to still be exactly that. And Ron was delightful, great, quiet sense of humor. Good choice of guests, guys. Just a comment. Oh, here's the butt, you know? <laughs> well, you of all people should recognize the compliment sandwich. And here it I comes. Should. <laughs> Just a comment on the issue of speaking French in Quebec. Like Haley, I studied Parisian French all through high school, and I still work on it a little bit at a time. When Brian and I went to Quebec in 2018, we spent a week or so in Quebec City, 
and then a couple of weeks touring around the Gaspé Peninsula. I practiced my French all the time in QC, but people would have readily conversed with me in English, and often had to after I had floundered around hopelessly on some subject. When we got out to the Gaspé, it was a different story. Not because people refused to speak English, but because in the tiny towns or rural areas, they only knew how to speak French. Before we left on our trip, Brian told me I'd have to do all the talking in French because his French is pretty rudimentary. He spent most of his high school Parisian French classes playing pool and riding around in cars. So I spoke the French in Quebec City where I didn't have to, and about the first day we got to the gas bay, I developed really bad laryngitis and couldn't talk at all. He managed to get us motel rooms and food, so I guess he's better at French than he thinks. New comment from Haley on uh, 138. Thanks so much for having us dogs. I will only provide one listen as the sound of my own voice is a form of personal torture, but it was lovely to record in person and we both had a lot of laughs. Until next time, Ron and Haley. Nice. Nice. Well, it was a pleasure to have them in here. It was great. And that's listener mail. I was thinking of going into my uh, iPhone and re-recording all of my alerts to say, this one's from messages. Because you know, like, how long have I owned iPhones for? I have no idea. Like, I hear a beep, I go, which I wonder if that's messages or any list or I never email, even asked the question when that happened. Or any of those. Can you do a voice recording? And for yeah, you a- can, you can. But the idea is you're supposed to be, you know, a smart human, right? And, and oh, I start to notice, oh, it's always a ding with messages. I don't like my mind just comes in. I look a oh, message and then it just goes out again. And I just never memorize those. Do I never know, even ask the question. If it, my phone know, makes a noise, I look at it. You don't, it. you don't know what's no, no sending clue. it to you. Yeah. Just don't care either. Like, well, I know the difference because a message is a ding that, that was a text, but I message like through or a Facebook message. What is that called? Yeah, messenger. I think messenger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a ding. Oh, so I know you get a different tone. Do you get yeah. the little banner? Because that's how I do it. The banner comes up and you yeah, can but tell I don't even from want the to, banner oh, yeah. what it is. I don't even want to look at my phone if it's one of the services that I don't. Like if someone updated an any list and I'm busy, I don't want to look to see. But you know what any list sounds like? It's got a different sound, but I never remember it. Oh, oh yeah. But yeah. like we're here and what is it, a, a cuckoo or something like that? Or I don't know. I don't know, but I know what it is when I hear it. Yeah, I can't you tell know. you what it is. Oh, right, 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 right. I am living a relatively simple life. I see that now. Yes, and probably yeah. due to necessity, you guys are too smart. I am having a rough day today. I had a terrible dream last night. I was awake for like an hour. You guys ever have those dreams where... They really disturb you, so you're wide awake. Yeah, yeah. And then what really disturbs you is trying to figure out why your brain sent that message. Why, why are you having a dream like that? Oh, oh, yeah. oh. My brain's trying to tell me something here. I had a dream that Haley and I went over to Paul McCartney's house. Oh. And just, <laughs> he, you know, and he was there. And Haley, he lived, who has openly said that she doesn't yeah, want to hear anymore. that's where it probably dream. came from. But he, he was living in a place that had the same kind of overstuffed frowsy looking furniture that we had in in Payne Street or at 776 you guys had it you know the kind it was probably yes. manufactured in the late 50s early 60s and now it's 15 years old and you're using it yeah. well this was Paul McCartney and he was his current aged self and John Lennon was there too and he was appropriately aged like oh, my brain helpfully oh. aged John Lennon yeah, for yeah, me yeah. 
And, you know, they were polite, that English kind of, you know, we just sit down and get you some tea. We got some cookies, very stiff sort of, you know, but very polite. And then they started to warm up to us because we were, had a couple of little laughs and it was going very well. And then you wake up from one of those and you just sort of think, how did my brain decide that was what John Lennon would look like? Did I see an image? Did I? Mm. And what's fun is in those kind, it never intrudes on your dream consciousness that this is idiotic, right? Your brain never says, by the way, this is really crazy because John Lennon's been dead for 40 years. It doesn't happen. It's just totally another day. Yeah, so I went and saw a football game the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. The PC Lions. (laughs) (laughs) Opening night. This is about a week ago now. So... Well, do tell. It was fantastic. I questions? Well, tell. yeah. So uh, we would never have gone, but uh, One Republic opened for them, a little half-hour show. And Sue likes them quite a bit, and I'm fine with them. They're pretty good. So that's what we were there for. BC Place, because they had this opening act, they opened up even the top part of BC Place. And so we were up in the top part on the side. And those are great seats. So listeners, if you do, I mean, if you, if you regularly watch football, then you don't need any PSA from me. But if you are thinking about going just once in a while to a football game, buy yourself the cheap seats, get way up on the, on the side if you can. And you have a great view of the end. I mean, the field's big, as you know. And there you are, you're up and the Jumbotron is truly jumbo at BC Place. And you're looking at the side where it's even bigger. You know, if you're Mm -hmm. at the ends, it's smaller. So you basically can watch the game on the field. And then when they do the replays, you can look up at the Jumbotron and get the zoom in. It was great. Like I'm not a big football fan, but I'll sometimes watch like the Stupid Bowl. So really enjoyed watching it. I think our seats were like... $30. $30. High scoring game, right? Super high. Yeah. And so we got to enjoy that as well because it's our team did really well, you know, and at halftime it was 45 to maybe seven. Oof. Right. And so I'm saying to Sue, okay, well at this rate, it's going to be 90 to 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we actually left at halftime. Like oh. we, we enjoyed it. It was a great experience and everything, but okay, we're done. We watched the concert. Yeah. We watched half a game. We got, got kind of all that enjoyment. There's no way that, that uh, Edmonton's going to win this one. And so we went home and we watched the rest of it on uh, TV. <laughs> Wasn't there um, male cheerleaders? There were, yeah. Isn't that new this year? Uh, I didn't know. Oh, I mean, man. there were a lot of female cheerleaders. I noticed they would get a line of women and there'd be four guys in front of them. What's that mean? Are the guys more important? They're tokens. No, because they're going to be the bottom of the pyramid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're just tokens. But I was pointing out to Sue, because the poor cheerleaders, they had to keep moving during the entire 30-minute concert. And so there's, all, yeah, there's a line of them. There's a lot. There's about 40 at least. And maybe some guys. I wasn't for some reason noticing the guys as much as the women. And, uh, and there they are. They got their pom-poms, and they got to keep going during the entire show. And I'm pointing out to Sue, see that one three in? She's going for it. Like I was thinking, holy shit. Like you can tell the fit ones. Like my God, doing the pony dance and go, 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 go all the way through this concert, never stopping. Wow. And then you'd see the ones that are, please, man, I'm dying here. (laughs) 
I don't even know what a pony dance is. You may as well just finish off by telling me that. I can't do it. Maybe you guys can. Well, what is it? Like, like I took ballroom dancing and there's just a certain style of dance. It has to go step, close, step, step, close, step. So yeah, uh, da, 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 yeah. Da, da, da. yeah, yeah, yeah. Back and forth, sort of side to side. Yeah. You know, when, when I do the polka, I do the fake polka. That's dun, 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 dun. Two on the right foot, two on the left foot. That's not a polka, right? Okay. You got to go. Step, touch, so, step. Yeah, step, touch, step. And the first, th- that three set, was the left foot. The second set, the first one's the right foot. To some people, it's just like completely easy. Can you do it? Yeah. Yeah, I've just never, I had a whole term to but learn it. You didn't it. do the pony dance in ballroom dancing. Well, though. I called it the pony. Is that wrong? Well, no, no, but I think the pony dance is pretty energetic with the knees coming up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the arms are doing something Yeah, your knees come way high up, but you're doing that set of steps. Skin, I'm going to send you a link to someone doing that style of dancing. I'll bet you you can do it. Rich, I think it's time to officially make Skinny our dance captain. Yep. <laughs> of the dance captain of the Shed Dogs. Yeah. We and nominate, I nominate Skin. Yeah, I second the nomination. Nice. <laughs> and and I, we'll one day do, I'll bring in my fan just to show you. can't touch it, but I'll let you see it. <laughs> but once I send you the pony dance, you got to lead me and Moby in the pony dance. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it would be fun. I've often wondered about all of that whole process, like where do cheerleaders come from and how do they select them and what is the process they go through to become cheerleaders? Chinese dancing. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like it is. And and did they have a whole bunch at this game because it's early in the season and they haven't winnowed it down to the real core? Or maybe. Like what that, what is the whole business of cheerleaders in the CFL? (laughs) I actually thought they were in pretty good shape for a Vancouver set of cheerleaders, especially since there were 40 of them. So the football game was a lot of fun. Nice. So did you want to cover this one, Skin? It was, I think you put it on a while back, and it came from Haley. Gifts at the dentist. Uh, The dentist thing, yeah. So when you're a little kid, you go to the dentist, and you get a treat. You do, yeah. You get a little reward for being a good kid at Mm -hmm. the dentist. Yep. I haven't heard of this before. You haven't? Didn't you ever bring your kids to the dentist and they got some little thing? Like quite often the very helpful person who aids the dentist pulls open a drawer and it's just full of these little things like come what comes in kinder surprises. I totally remember that. I remember that for myself actually as a child. Yeah. I remember getting lollipops now and then, which is certainly (laughs) counterintuitive. I know. But, uh, you know, like. And at some point it stops and the, and the question that she's asking there is why I'd like a treat. Oh, Can you not at, give at me? some age, yeah, you, like there's at no some treats age, being offered anymore. They just take the joy right out of it. Teenage Sorry about all the pain that. and blood and tears and everything. No treat. Get out of here. I remember asking for a treat when I was like 20 or something. Yeah. But I was just kidding with them, but they well, gave me a treat. Well, and I did it once too. And all they did was just give me the same old, you know, yeah, here's a little tiny thing of toothpaste and a toothbrush oh no and some floss that you're never no, going to use so no, stink eye yeah and some <laughs> stink eye yeah maybe we should all have an assignment next time we go to the dentist ask if we can have a, a little treat a little. Oh, i'm going tomorrow i'll ask i'll ask, ask him yeah, ask, ask him sure. why you wouldn't give an adult a treat i'll see if i can get a treat but ask yes him, yes ask and, for a and, treat and yeah. tell him that you know toothpaste and a brush and floss isn't a treat it's not a treat more like kinder surprise treat yeah or candy 
or candy. Yeah. Like, come on. And this is where your acting skills are going to come in handy because I yeah. think you should bust a little tear out if they say no. Nice. Nice. <laughs> or you could just, yeah, you could get all misty eyed about when I was a kid, you know, I actually used to look forward to going to the dentist because you got a little treat if you were brave and your mom loved you if you're brave. Well, I've been brave and no treat. I mean, I miss those days. Well, I used I, to feel good about myself after the dentist. Anyway, if you're looking for a dentist, it's House of Teeth on Hastings. House of Teeth. Oof. No, I got a I know they're hip hop happening and my coverage covers everything. I don't pay any extras. They they oh, their, 100%. their rates match the insurance companies. Oh. Whereas my previous dentist, I would always pay yeah. at least a hundred bucks on top oh. of so fully yeah. dental. So nice. that's their thing. They actually reduce their rates so that it's interesting. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm always got my visa out ready and they, oh no, no, all done. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. House of teeth, ladies and gentlemen, remember that. I support that kind of billing. Mm. And back to treats. I remember we went, I think the first dentist we went to was at Oak Ridge and there were televisions and sunglasses and I had not seen either of those before and the kids were quite little and I thought, I don't remember the treats part, maybe they got something, but I thought television and sunglasses, luxury. Yeah, they, my current dentist gives me the sunglasses just so they can blast the light yeah. in my face. So I don't know. We're we're flying to Amsterdam in a week and a half. We'll see how it all goes. I think I should have bought air tags for the luggage because I've read that people have been like dealing with Delta or whoever saying, "No, you're saying that my luggage is here." I can tell you for a fact, my luggage is back in Amsterdam. You know because they've got the air tag. I don't even know what an air tag is. They're the Apple products that you put in. I got one in my handbag now. And I get little reminders on the phone. Hey, do you realize you left your handbag behind? Oh, so it's the same technology that they deploy with you've left your phone behind or you've left your iPad It is. It's the same app. It's the Find My app. And it's kind of like tiles, but it just works a lot better. It requires way less battery. And because so many people own iPhones, it automatically gets located through people's iPhones. So listeners, there's another PSA right there. That's a good one. I've never heard of those. You can use that for your dog too, right? Yeah. 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 The dogs is better to use the GPS units. They're pretty good mm-hmm. and pay the fee because, uh, cause they actually have a GPS right in the unit and it has a cellular contract. And so it will, man, that'd be a toughie. The, the reason they don't recommend them for dogs is just because they only phone in every 15 minutes or so to keep the batteries, mm. to save batteries. And the way dogs are is they're off and running and they're moving. And so you'll, you'll get a notification. You'll go, okay, they were in that park an hour ago. But anyway, apparently it's kind of hard to locate your dog with one of them. Jeez, I kind of, you know, so. But the GPS units are really respected in there. I mean, if you were worried about it, I would get one of those. I I, I have just an awful morbid thought about that. You know, like if I got a cat or say Chihuahua cross. <laughs> and it goes missing. I'm not sure I want to find it. <laughs> you know, because oh, oh, right, because it's going to get run over or whatever. Well, because it's been eaten by a coyote. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Like I just oh, still sending out the signal. Yeah, like I the, just ooh, you know, yeah. you find Fluffy's collar. 
<laughs> and Fluffy's mangled remains. Like, I don't know if I want to find that. Yeah, Tuke made his way about 10 blocks from Hannah's place to our place. Well, see, but that's the flip side, right? You got a dog you know, like Across Tuke. Royal Oak Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> running up the street yeah. on Rumble. I'm sure he is on the sidewalk because we used to walk him to <laughs> Hannah's place, right? So <laughs> That's what I mean. You got a dog like that. <laughs> Where Coyote is going to think twice. Yeah, no, I want to know where that dog is because he could cover yeah, a would, lot of ground. Tuke would chase the coyotes. Yeah. Basically until he's, unless they yeah. herded him. But yeah. yeah. Well, that's pretty, still PSA there for uh, air tags, for sure, air tags. That's cool. Have you guys heard of the Wellington Lands development? Nay. No. I only just learned about it a couple of days ago through one of the Burnaby newspapers. It's going to be in the location that I believe used to be a girl's kind of semi-prison across from BCIT. But anyway, it's called the Wellington Lands Development. It's the Aquilini Company and to uh, the Musqueam Band and one other band. And it's going to be uh, the north boundary is Canada Way. The east boundary is Wellington. So yeah. it's across the street. Um, and it goes a good half of the distance of right down to Gordway, which is the kind of main BCIT entrance street. So the northern half of BCIT across from that. Yeah. And the reason I'm looking at you half the time, KJ, is that it's part of that development is studios. So there's going to be new studios there. It just looks marvelous. I read the 100-page brochure thing, you know, like they're in that that phase where they're kind of put a lot of money into this brochure and a lot of thought into the first 50 pages are all indigenous context. And then the last 50 pages are, what are we actually doing? So you can kind of read the maps and map after map after map of the same grounds, but with different, a different layer in a sense. Yeah. Okay. And this is where the parkades are going to be because it's underground parking only. It's going to have more of a, you know, like it's going to be nice. In there, there's retail developments going to be along there because, you know, Willingdon is devoid of retail, right? Uh, across from BCIT. Any low-income housing? Parkland, yes. Below market housing as part of Burnaby's housing strategy cool, that, cool, that cool. our friend- Shauna uh, told us about. Yeah. And how many acres? It's 40 acres. And I, I was looking at, oh, on, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. on the board for the Aquilinis, or they were all indigenous. So I think the Aquilinis have hired a special board for this. But they're representing Aquilinis. They're not representing the two bands. Two bands have their, their part of the yeah. board as well. The project is currently seeking the community's feedback on intent and design. I'll send you guys the PDF. It wouldn't surprise me if you can also get a really glossy 100-pager you know, yeah. to, to read through. We managed to make it to the end of another session here without having a fist fight or tears or anything else. So that's good. That's a positive sign. In some other episodes you didn't hear because we never aired them, didn't turn out this way. We're hoping you did pick up some of those PSAs, and they will be useful. We hope that you have not had fistfights and tears at your end of this whole deal, and so you'll come back again. Say goodnight, boys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night, John. <laughs> See ya.